This is the Soulful Selling Podcast, and I'm your host, Olesya Oligratska, your exercise rehab specialist turned sales and energy mentor. I'm on a mission to change the way we look at sales. So on this show, sales is no longer a dirty word and abundance gets to be your new norm. Each week, I will bring on inspiring entrepreneurs with the hopes that their story and perspective will help you to heal and reshape your relationship with sales. So let's ditch this whole sales is sleazy vibe and get to know sales for what it really is, an opportunity to serve the world. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode on the Soulful Selling Podcast. This is episode 98. Holy shit. I can't believe it. We're almost at 100 episodes. Wow. When I started this podcast, I wanted to create a platform where I could speak freely, where I could express myself, where I could have conversations about sales with other people, other business owners. And it has been everything and more than what I've ever expected. And I am just loving, loving, loving this platform. And if you've been listening to the podcast and been thinking about starting a podcast, this is the time. I was looking at my statistics this week and noticed that in the month of August, we had tripled the amount of downloads we had compared to July and June. And you know how a lot of people talk about how August is such a lull um, month? Well, it wasn't in my world and it wasn't for the Soulful Selling Podcast. So I'm so excited to deliver more amazing content to you. Um, This is where my heart just, just explodes with love and excitement because as you may know, I love talking about sales and I love having conversations around sales. So if you're coming back, welcome back. If you're new, my name is Alessia and I'm a your sales and energy mentor. And today we're going to continue part two of our two-part series on how to hold a profitable sales call. I'm so excited about this because the next four are so awesome to talk about. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into those. So if you haven't listened to part one, go ahead and maybe pause and download the last episode um, and you're going to be able to get all eight. So let's continue. The next topic that I want to talk about or the next tip that I want to talk about is when we are on a sales call with somebody, what I really want you to start to understand and accept is that we cannot take anything at face value. When someone hops on a phone call with us or a sales call with us, or even if we're chatting with them in the DMs and they're asking us questions, we can't hold people to what they say until the action is taken. So people may say, oh, I'm going to have a look at your offer and oh, I'm going to, uh, I'm really excited about this. Like I really want to get started until they sign that contract and until they pay the invoice, they are like don't trust anything that they say and I know that sounds really harsh but the reality is is that people and a lot of people live in scarcity so they get excited about something and they are so excited to hop on a call with you and work with you and then you tell them about um you know what they're what you're going to do together and the price and then their objections just take over and they get so scared and Until they sign that contract, do not trust them on their word. So, 
And also, this is something that I learned through coaching as well, and I'm sure that you've experienced this, is when you are coaching people and they make promises on things that they're going to do and then they don't do them, right? We can't trust people until they take action in their business. Listen, I have done that in the past. I have said that I was going to do things that I didn't do. And it sucks sometimes, you know, it sucks to disappoint people. It sucks to disappoint yourself. Um, So that's why we just have to understand that people change their mind and understand that anytime we say something that we're going to do something, it could just be in the moment. It may not be something that we're ready to do. So take people at their face value. And what I wanted to talk about as well, side note, is that uh, we must, 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 when someone agrees to work with us, to send a contract out first before we take their money. The money is not at all valid. If you receive money before contract, they have all the rights to take their money back. So make sure that you have a contract that they sign before you send an invoice. And if you need contracts, I'm going to have a link in in the show notes here from my dear friend, um, Elena, who is a lawyer, and she has created contracts for entrepreneurs that honestly is like the best resource ever. So please make sure that if you do need contracts, that you go ahead and click on the link below to get yourself those contracts. And right now she's having a sale which is unbelievable uh so make sure you get your hands on that and let's talk about the next one um the next tip to having a profitable sales call is to listen and pay attention to your prospect i cannot stress this enough we need to listen to what the prospect is telling us we need to listen to what they are expressing to us we need to listen and pay attention and not have an agenda on our end on like this is what I have to say because this is my script and this is why I'm not a huge fan of scripts and like very um scripts that are very structured is because I want you to learn to listen to the client I want you to learn to listen to what their needs are and then put yourself in in the area that they have a need There are so many times where we take on clients, and I've done this, where I knew 100% that maybe I couldn't help them. There were parts where I could, but because I was so focused on the sale that I took them on, really not fully understanding and being, being transparent with them about the results that they were going to get. And so when those two things don't align, their goals and our intentions then this isn't going to be a good experience for you or for them. So why would you want to take on a client who is not a good fit for you, right? And that comes with paying attention to who they are and look for the red flags. And I want us to learn to not be so attached to the outcome, to them signing, to us, you know, bringing in that money to have that sale, right? If that person isn't right for us, and I talk about this all the time and I tell my clients all the time, like, Imagine the energy that sits in your bank account when you accept payment from a client that you know isn't aligned with you just to have that sale. This is where we get burnout. This is where we get this icky feeling about working with people. This is where we dread getting on calls with people 
because we accepted a client that wasn't a good fit for us. So please, please, please listen and pay attention to what they're telling you, what their expectations are, who they're looking for. Because if it isn't you, it's time to let go and not worry about the sale because as soon as you let that go and you make it even clearer to the universe exactly who you want to work with, there's going to be so much abundance that will flow to you because you're creating space for people who actually are a good fit for you. And the next tip that I want to talk about is creating a cash incentive. So add value at extra calls. So some of the things that I like to do is if someone signs up for a mastermind early in the pre-sale, I usually will give them, let's say, an extra call or maybe like an extra couple weeks in Voxer or like a freebie. Um, so if you are speaking to somebody and you're like, wow, this person is such a good fit for the work that I'm doing, give them a cash incentive to sign up now to get into your world now. Like workbooks are great. If you have meditations, they're great. If you have a course that you can give to a gift to them with what uh, with what they're signing up for they're going to be excited to hop on because they're going to get started before you guys even get started let's say in a mastermind or one-on-one so I encourage to create those incentives and add even more value so that they get even more excited about working with you and this is a great way also for them to get access to more stuff that you're doing so that they're excited to always be in your world right they're excited to learn more and more from you And also they see more value, right? And we always want to over-deliver. We always want to over-deliver. And when we give people incentives, more incentives to work with us, they're going to become obsessed with our work and they're going to want to continue to work with us beyond because they're going to say, wow, you're so generous in the work that you're doing and the things that you're offering that why wouldn't I want to continue to work with you, right? And this is how we create recurring income. And so the last thing I want to talk about, uh, and this one is so, so important, and one of the biggest reasons as to why I do not use pain points inside of my sales call as a way to sell to somebody is because I never want to leave a client being scared or confused about their decision, If someone's getting on a call with you, they pretty much are ready to go. And the reality is, is that they need to be coached through why they're making that decision. Because a lot of the times people who are hopping on a call and aren't making a decision in the DMs, let's say, for example, is because they're not sure about the decision they're making. They're not 100% sure about what it is that they really need. So if someone is hopping on a call with you and is wanting to discuss their next steps, why would you ever want to leave them scared and confused? And if you're using their pain points, which is something that's hurting them inside as a way to sell to them, they're going to get off the call and go, holy shit, if I don't make this decision, then I'm not going to move forward in my business. Why would we not want to paint the picture for them of what it would look like to work with us? Or why don't we paint the picture for them on what it will look like in their business when they get more support in whatever capacity that is. And so I love having objections. I love discussing objections. And actually, I have a freebie coming. So if you're listening to this to this um, episode, I have a freebie coming on how to overcome objections in a very positive way 
because objections are amazing. Objections are a way for you to understand your client more, understand what they're going through and really talking them through their objection. And it's such great practice for you to do that because we are problem solvers, right? As coaches, we are problem solvers. And this is a way for us to really see clearly through our client. And rather than saying to them, you need to sign up because if you don't, this will happen. Rather, using their objections and explaining to them and wording it and phrasing it in a way where they actually get inspired to fix the problem. They get inspired to, to change the way that the trajectory of where they're going. So objections are so beautiful and objections are so amazing. It's how we speak to them and how we solve them. And how we leave that client is what's going to help us to close that sale, is what's going to help us to have a profitable, successful sales call. And what starts to happen is when people feel inspired to take action after a sales call, they're going to sign that contract and they're going to pay the invoice because they are inspired to take the next action in their in their business. People who ghost us, people who aren't wanting to respond to our messages, people who are avoiding sales calls, people who are not, um, you know, let's say aren't signing a contract when they said that they would, just leave them where they're at. Leave them where they're at because this is where sales becomes super gross and icky is when we chase people and we make them feel like they need to do this or else. That doesn't feel good. And this is what makes the industry in general, any sales industry, feel icky. And so let's stop with that. Let's pay attention to what our client is saying or potential client is saying. And let's give them incentives to want to do this more because they've already made a decision that they need help, right? It's just they're finding the person that is the best fit for them. And then never leave a client in scarcity or feeling confused. Leave them feeling inspired, feel them, leave them feeling inspired. That's going to be the magic sauce. And like I've been talking about in the last couple episodes of this, um, of the show is that this is why I created the Soulful Selling Academy Mini Mind, because this is the place where we are changing the trajectory of sales. We are rewiring and healing your sales story. We are rewiring and healing how you see sales, how you experience sales. And inside the mini mind, we're going to create your aligned, authentic launches, sales processes that feel really good. We're going to talk about sales calls and how to speak to people in in the DMs and create a space where people get excited to buy from us. People get excited to get into our world. So, and I love this because at a group level, we can have conversations about scenarios that we're going through or questions that we may have. And we can work through all of that in a small group. And because this is a brand new program, the price of this program is out of this world, like craziness. And you're going to have access to all the videos um, for the rest of your life. Um, and you're going to be able to go back and listen to those. And there's going to be also modules that are going to come with that, uh, around mindset, around, uh, sales calls, around scripts, around, um, the shifts, the mindset shifts that it takes in order to feel confident in your sales and in order to feel like you are on the right path and 
creating a sales process that feels super aligned with you so when you do get on sales calls with people they feel like they're being supported they feel like they're being held and that's how people buy is when they feel like they know you they trust you and they're ready to hop in and learn from you so if that's something that speaks to you go ahead and click the link in this show note and let's get you started. We are starting in a couple of weeks and I am so excited to help you and to be on that journey with you. So we are two episodes away from 100. Oh my gosh, I'm so, or actually one episode away from 100 and I am so excited. We're going to have a guest episode next week and then the week after that, um, we're going to come in at 100th episode and I have something super juicy for you. So I hope that you tune in. I hope you're subscribed to this podcast and if this episode has served you go ahead and share it with somebody share part one with somebody uh, so that they can really level up in their sales calls so until next week thank you so much for listening to the soulful selling podcast just remember if you loved this episode subscribe and leave us a five-star rating for more information and show notes, please head over to alessialegratska.com slash podcast. For more inspo, follow me on social at Alessia Legratska. Until next time.